0: Welcome to Down in the Den. As always, I am your host, Mars. And thank you for checking out hashtag DITD, the best place for pop culture news, including video games, movies, pro wrestling, whatever we want to talk about, that's what we talk about. And this is going to be a very brief episode as we discuss the new quote-unquote season for WWE. Beginning last Friday, We saw the season debut of SmackDown. And then yesterday, we saw the season debut of Monday, complete with new theme music, a new entrance. And I'm going to say Friday SmackDown, it was okay. Um, The storylines that were ongoing were interesting. But the total reset of Raw is what really sparked my interest. It was a really, really good episode Probably the best I've seen in a long time. It started off, of course, with the biggest star in the industry right now, besides Roman Reigns. And that's none other than Bray Wyatt, the fiend, who's really just been hitting all cylinders. And the only missteps in his character or in this process in a year and some change since Bray Wyatt has become the fiend have been on WWE There were a few missteps. I was not a fan of the Seth Rollins feud. I don't know if that's Seth Rollins fault, but I wasn't really a fan of that. And of course, the big elephant in the room, the Goldberg feud or even like there where he was simply fed to 53, 54 year old man with limited wrestling ability, which I'll, I'll never truly understand. But since then, Bray Wyatt has done everything in his power. And I think WWE has realized that this creation is best in his hands. And with the addition of Alexa Bliss, it's scorching hot. Unfortunately, so hot that it burned Retribution to the ground. Now, I was never really truly invested in Retribution. I feel the execution has been poor on almost every level. I slightly excited When Ali was revealed to be the, oh, I'm sorry, it's Mustafa Ali again, to be the leader of Retribution. But then he didn't show up the following Monday and all of that steam was just thrown right away. And then even Monday, he had made a slight offer mark. Like, by the way, I was a hacker on SmackDown and I can ruin your life with a cell phone and a secret. (sighs) That ship has sailed. So with The Hurt Business winning clean. And then Bray Wyatt single-handedly destroying all four male wrestlers in retribution. I, I mean, I just really don't know where they can go with that. But Bray Wyatt was phenomenal. Alexa Bliss is phenomenal. I always felt her character was very similar to Harley Quinn. And now we're definitely getting the Joker Harley Quinn vibe. And I'm here for it. Um, The Hurt Business, as always, was really good. Uh, They're probably my favorite faction in pro wrestling right now, besides maybe the Dark Order over in AEW. Um, The match between uh, the New Day, or I'm sorry, not the New Day, but Kofi Kingston and uh, Sheamus was a good, solid match, and I was happy to see Big E in the audience, along with a couple other WWE Hall of Famers to support that and kind of keep them going on I totally feel that you can have the new day on both brands or a big enough staple where they can be on both brands I thought the segment between Miz and Morrison and Otis I'm sorry uh El Gordo El Grande Gordo I believe was his name and uh Tucker Heavy Machinery was really good and uh entertaining as always The Miz was fire hot when Miz gets a mic and speaks from his heart he's probably the best talker in the game and I would have no problem with the storyline the ending with Miz somehow getting the money in the bank briefcase and getting one more run at the WWE title somewhere down the line he's that good when it comes to being on the mic and with Morrison at his side I could even see a face turn from Morrison Uh, eventually. Uh, But overall, it was just a really, really good episode. Um, There were some other eventful things. We saw uh, a four-way tag match for the women's tag team titles. Not 100% certain it was actually for the titles, but we saw some of the tag teams that WWE will be putting forth in the women's division. I'm happy to see that as they've broken up a lot of tag teams Recently, with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross and, of course, the Kabuki Warriors and uh, some other tag teams. So I I was happy to see that. And overall, just a really, really good show. Um, I don't know if this is what we can expect going forth. I hope so. Or if this was just because it was a fresh new quote-unquote season, uh, but it was very good. And then, of course, the only thing that I really didn't like was the last segment Randy Orton who's been amazing on the mic and he did a very good promo talking about his experiences in the Hell in a Cell but it was very anticlimactic how it ended with a stare inside the cage between Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton Um, at this point I'm really over the feud especially with um, Drew McIntyre seeming to have gone over every single time and I hope it ends with uh, Randy Orton getting the title. It's a shame that uh, Drew McIntyre had to have his reign go on during the pandemic era, but I'm 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 just kind of really over uh, Orton and McIntyre again and again and again. And hopefully this is the uh, final match between these two. Not that they're not both phenomenal and very good. And I definitely feel Drew McIntyre is a main eventer. But just this rivalry is getting kind of old, in my opinion. So that's uh, this week in pro wrestling or this week in WWE in under seven minutes. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to Down in the Den. We'll be back soon. And as always, deuces.